This episode of uh, Explicit Answers is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. And GoDaddy.com. Use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. Hi, my name is Mike, and I'm in my fifth year of marriage. And I'm Robert. I'm in my 13th year of marriage. We're the hosts of the Super Secret Podcast for Young Husbands. Our goal is to help you not suck as a husband. We discuss things like putting her first or gift ideas. Getting used to living together or dealing with finances. Or date nights and making time for yourself. Overall, we just learn from each other about what it means to be a good husband. So check us out at thesecretcast.com or the Super Secret Podcast for Young Husbands on iTunes. The world needs answers. We can help. Explicit Answers. Hey folks, how you doing? Welcome to Explicit Answers episode 16, brought to the week of February 15th, 2011. I'm James. And I'm Jen. And we're here to answer your questions. Hey, tell me real quick, um, we did something Friday that was pretty fun. Why don't you tell the people what it was? We went to Disney That's World. That's not fun. That wasn't fun. What do you mean? I, I'm, I was talking about when um, we getting stopped, home <laughs> from Disney from World. Disney. When we stopped at McDonald's for ice cream, that yeah, was the that fun was, part. That was <laughs> moderately fun. Um, but yeah, we did. We went to Disney World. And uh, why did we go? Because we're cheap. Yeah, we are. And um, we had three tickets for Disney. Mm-hmm. Like the last of a pass like a season like not a, a season pass. vacation package yeah that's what we'd bought like two or three years ago anyway yeah we had three tickets left and um our son was about to turn three which yeah. means he has to pay to start paying for his butt yeah so we decided and the rest to of go him. Mm-hmm. and it was kind of sort of for his birthday kind of sort of kind of sort of even was, though he says his birthday's still coming up yeah it, so it's he didn't for really birthday. no it's coming up <laughs> he didn't really take that to heart but it's always going to be coming up even mm-hmm. Even on the day, mm-hmm. you know, he's just 364 days away from the next one. But uh, welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, Disney was fun. Uh, it was hot. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It was cold. It was it was, it was gray and it was busy, packed. Why? Was, I don't know. I no, don't know. you should know. You drugged me to that hell hole. Oh my you, gosh, you, you had fun. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Usually, I don't know why. Usually I don't at things like that where I mean, it's super crowded. But It's the middle of February. There were no holidays except for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, which was like two days, three days away. There were a lot of cheerleaders there. There were, there were people doing flips and stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. like randomly. Like you, like you can tell a fa- yeah, you could tell when a family's posing or a or a mm-hmm. church group or something or a family reunion because they're standing around a topiary of of uh, Mary Poppins and they're all holding each other. I just saw a lot of legs up in the air, mm-hmm. people flipping upside down for no apparent reason to get their yeah. picture taken, and they weren't hip hop dancers. So no, they weren't. A lot of blonde not. ladies. That's right. Like actually, girls, teenagers, youngins. It's annoying. Anyway, it's funny how they can go from when you're in high school to be all nervous around them to uh, as an adult, and you're just like, "Go home. You're you're in line in front of me, so you're annoying." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I had my own blonde with me. Who Jenna? Yeah, she's kind of d- blondish still. Dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. I hate that term. It me makes too. it sound like our hair is yucky. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we had a lot of fun and. Uh, we rode uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad together and rode uh, 
for the second time and rode Space Mountain together for the first time. Mm-hmm. And Dunn rode his first family roller coaster. He did. And he did Goofy good. Roller yeah. coaster. It's funny though, because you know, he, he didn't know what he was in for, so he didn't even have time to be nervous. He was a little nervous when we got on. And then we go up and I kinda hear him, you know, as we're going through and he's like ah. <laughs> you know, making noises and stuff. Not sure, you know, he's processing it. Mm-hmm. It's like when they taste food and their eyebrows start talking to yeah. you, you know, they, as they're figuring it out, if they like it or not. And then a- after it stopped and we're rolling up, I'm like, buddy, how was it? Did you like it? He goes, yeah. <laughs> so it was like a half cry. But then when he got off, oh man, he was he dancing. Said, Let's go again. Let's go again. Mm-hmm. If the line hadn't been so long, I'd have let him. Yeah, but we waited a while. That's my boy, though. He tried it and liked it, and and uh, had it, it took him a while to decide, though. That's the yeah, part. He was a little nervous, but we had a good time. Uh, enough about us. It's time to answer your questions. And uh, first question comes to us from Rita. I'm a mother of three. I was raised with a strict Catholic background. Is there any other kind? Uh, am I going? I, I am going through a pretty bad divorce right now. The only reason I mention this is because um, he had a strict Catholic upbringing as well. However, he's not, nor ever has been a part of any decision making in their lives. Uh, Tell matters, kids. I had all three kids baptized Catholic, mostly out of obligation to our families. I realize that means that I have made a promise to raise them Catholic, though. My past fifteen years, I have lost God in my life, and just recently began the process of spiritual healing. My question. Am I allowed to change my children's religion? The answer, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. God has completely put that in your hands. And you can use your powers for good or for evil. You That's know? right. Um, and so you can have no religion. You can have any religion you want. Um, obviously, we have a preference. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, – yeah, absolutely. She that's not all the that's not her only question though. Um how do I go about implementing religion in their lives where there has not been a big part in the past? Well, let's just take it chunk by chunk. Uh my son um age 10 has attended Catholic church his entire life and believes very strongly in God and the Bible. My oldest daughter age 11 has attended church, several churches with friends and family but has never really made a declaration to God and my youngest uh age 6 talks about God in her life a lot, explaining it in 6-year-old terms such as God is why I don't do bad things, but has not regularly ever attended church. I don't want to continue in the Catholic Church and just began the dating a church philosophy of your past caller. How do I get my children involved in church and go without transitioning my son from Catholic Church? Uh, Oh, and how do I go about transitioning my son from the Catholic Church into another church? Or should I just allow him to continue on his path since he uh, is where he has chosen? Uh, they're still fairly fairly young, but old enough to form opinions and learn. It's hard trying to find my own faith again, and more difficult when adding my responsibility, the responsibility of my children and what they do in their lives as well. Absolutely, it's a huge deal. Um, uh, it's especially in an environment where I haven't nurtured religion or faith in so long. Uh, do I work on myself and then focus on them, or just take them along on my journey? Please help. Any suggestions on how to start the process with them would be more than welcome. Right off the top of my head, I would definitely say take them with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you're growing together. You have because you know physically you, you may be decades between you, but spiritually you're probably all right at the same age. Mm-hmm. And so um, you, matter of fact, I I know that because as a children's pastor, I've had recent converts and their kids come to be, you know, uh, volunteers in my ministry. And these ladies will come up to me afterwards more than once has said, you know, I get so much out of your teaching because 
um, it's on my level, you know, because I don't preach down to kids, but I do make it simple. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. explain big words and I don't talk a lot of religious gibberish and stuff. And um, so I would definitely suggest you take them along with you on the journey. Definitely don't leave them behind. Um, let me go through your ages again. Your son is 10, your daughter is 11, and then your youngest is six. I would say um, anybody over eight years old, you're definitely going to have some feedback when it's time to, to transition. Um, but the transition from a Catholic church into a Protestant church um, would not be, you know, Catholics are going to disagree with me, but I'm just going to say that it's not going to be as drastic as, say, no religion at all right? versus some um, or some anti, you know, like like a no, we don't believe in God in our house kind of logic to now we suddenly do. So you don't have as big of a bridge as you would Im- imagine. A lot of, I mean, Catholic Church at its core, um, though personally I think they add a lot of extra to to it, I would say at their core, they believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They believe Jesus Christ was the Son of God. They believe he died on the cross for their sins. I, be- I do believe that your entire family needs to be together in church. I totally agree with that. So your son um, needs to go ahead and follow your lead. Um, there's a way you know, to do that, and, and it doesn't have to be dissing the Catholic Church. Um, it's just instructing him to hold on to his core values. Um, I think Protestants and Catholics do have a different view on um, how you're saved, uh, you know, whether it's through, by grace or faith and, you know, this, that, and the other. But ultimately, we, we read the same Bible, and I would uh, – if your son has made a decision about faith and God, uh, I, would, I, would, I would really urge him to read the Gospels and make his own decision and – because at the end of the day, as long as you have Christ and you believe um, that he was, you know, he died, he rose again, um, that, that he paid the price for you and you have accepted him and you're following in his path, um, I don't really think it matters where you go to church. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, uh, there's, there's good churches and, and not so great churches and blah, blah, blah. Um, I know there are plenty of Catholics that uh, are 100% saved, going to heaven, living their life, blah, blah, blah. And they still do all the kneeling and the, you know, and, and hats off to them. Uh, so it, it's not like you can't be a Christian and, and be in the Catholic church. I'm not saying that, but if that's the direction you're going, if you're going Protestant, I would suggest you pull the whole family. You need to stay together. You have to have unity and, uh, you know, a house divided against itself can't, can't stand. Um, what else? Let's see. Go ahead if you oh, have any input. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, she. I think the other thing she asked was how to how to kind of ease yeah. into that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I I totally agree with you that that just staying together as a family, experiencing the church, agree, even agreeing on the church as a family. I mean, obviously you have the most right. pull, but um, if you could find a place that everybody's happy, that's always a plus with kids. Yeah. Um, for them to enjoy. You got to find a place they want to go. That's going to make mm-hmm. your life easier on Sunday mornings, anyway. Uh, find a place that has a good Sunday school class for all of you. A place that has a good children's church, and uh, if if they have midweek programs, get them in there every time the door is open. 
And, um, you know, this mess that, that I don't want to go and I'm afraid to force my child to go to church and this, that, and the other, um, church attendance in a, in a Christian family, um, is just as expected as going to school. They don't always want to go to school, but is there ever a question in our mind whether we should take them to school? No. What if they hate math? It doesn't matter. You got to learn math. Then <laughs> yeah. when you grow up, you make your own decisions, okay? <laughs> you can hate math. I think education about God is the same way, but we yeah. don't think of it that way. Take the kids to church. You're the boss. They're not going to want to go every time. I don't want to go every time, and I work there. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think it's a big coup on the part of God to call me to ministry. Do I have to go? Probably. That's yeah. probably why he called you. Because <laughs> I don't even think I'd be saved otherwise, but sometimes. But um, yeah, you are the boss. You're the spiritual head of your house. I would, I would encourage you to find a mentor, um, find a pastor that you can, you can talk to about these things. Um, and, uh, you know, join a, join a small group in your church or whatever, whatever, but find a place that fits you. Don't be afraid to church shop a little bit. Okay. Um, it's not that you're picking and choosing what you like and don't like. It's about finding a a church with a community of people that you can blend and mix with. You need to find people that are not judgmental, that are not going to expect too much out of you, that aren't going to look down their noses at you when you have quote unquote stupid questions about God, because you're a newbie, you're new. And it should be okay for you to ask questions. I would also suggest you get involved in some sort of ministry. That way there's a purpose um, outside of the day-to-day. Because sometimes we fail in our faith and we can feel like a loser. Uh, but ministry has a way of balancing that out and helping us realize, you know what? Uh, we're so called to what we're doing. Um, I've got a reason to get up tomorrow. You know, it's my kids, my ministry. God's counting on me. He's going to empower me. And uh, he's not going to give up on me. Um Welcome, you know, welcome to the faith. It, it's a it's a hard journey. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not going to be easy. It's like literally standing up in a stream, turning around and walking upstream. And everything in the world is going to be coming against you because we live in a planet, a world that has fallen, but it is worth it. And even if you don't get it all right, the fact that you're struggling and working at it and trying and you're failing and then getting forgiveness, asking apologies from your kids or whatever, and moving forward is going to speak volumes to your children. And it's going to let them know that, you know what, we're not perfect, but God's worth trying for. So, I don't know. What do you think, Jen? I agree. Okay. Good deal. But how how to get started and all that? Start in church. Start in church. Um, Be careful not to do too much too fast. Um, begin to discipline them based off what you've learned. But just know this, that people new in the faith tend to go overboard. I think it's very important to mention this. People that get saved uh, are born again or whatever you want to call it, tend to, if their pendulum swung one way where they were loose and, and did whatever they wanted, when they get saved, it tends to swing the other way and they become very legalistic, meaning everything's of the devil. Um, they try to enforce rules that were never enforced on their kids. Suddenly mm-hmm. rock music and all the favorite TV shows are of the devil. And we end up making our children hate God and hate our conversion experience as parents. So please be mindful of that, that you are probably probably going to be more exuberant and more excited about this than anybody else in your family. So love them and draw them with the same love that drew you to the faith. The same thing that brought you to Jesus, love them 
the same love and the same patience and the same kindness and pray for them. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you can't enforce your rules and all that kind of stuff, but sit down and explain to them, hey, things are going to be different now because of this, that, and the other. And make sure there's a balance of benefits. It's not about what we don't do. It's about what we get to do. It's about the freedoms that we have. It's about uh, the, the relationship that we have with God. Share that with them and make the morals that you have their morals. Not enforcing your morals on them, but somehow build that into them. And I'm telling you, as they own their own faith, um, they will probably be stricter on themselves than you ever could be anyway. So anyway, it's hard to do that, but pray about it. God has called you to that. He will empower you to do it. Uh, she had another question. We usually don't do two in a row, but you know, whatever. My daughter's almost 12 and she's in middle school. She and I have a very good relationship and uh, I'm so lucky to have that with my child. She comes to me, talks to me about almost everything. I have access to all of her accounts or emails and otherwise, she does not have a cell phone. So most parents don't have this with their child, and she's right. She's doing good there. Recently, I found information about one of her friends who's involved with a boy at school. It's not any dangerous information, or this wouldn't even be a question. It's just information that uh, I would want to know if I didn't. Her friend is going out with a boy and sneaking around to hang out at games and in the movies and stuff like that without the parents' knowledge. Do I tell the friend's parents that I know? How do I go about doing this without the typical don't tell me how to raise my kids response? How do I prepare my daughter if I do tell? Um, I've already told her she should encourage her friend to tell her parents and explain how I would feel if she told me versus how I found out about uh, from someone else. Um, right off the top of the bat, I would say be the parent. And go to that person's parents mm -hmm. and let them know. Now, how you do it is you do not go off judgmental. You do not offer suggestions on how to handle it. That's where people get defensive. Yeah. What you do is you just simply go and state the facts. You don't apologize for it. You don't build it up. You just say, hi, I'm a concerned parent. This is something I would want to know. And I would expect anyone that knew to tell me so I could help my daughter. But I just wanted you to know that your daughter's seeing someone and – Sneaking around, going to movies, this, that, and the other, goodbye. And that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You just walk away. If they try to get you involved more, no, nope. all I had was the information. Whatever you do is up to you now and walk away. That's parents looking out for each other. I did the same thing. Remember, I sold that truck to that kid um, right before we left Kansas City. Um, I don't want to say any names. Oh. Um, but mm -hmm. as I was pulling on the freeway, he was in front of me and he was going super fast and it was raining. It was kind of mm -hmm. icy. And he sure enough slid out, did a 360 and ended up in the ditch. And then boom, and he pulled my truck that I just sold him up out of the ditch and, you know, went on about his business. Mm -hmm. And I sure enough called his mama yeah, right there. And I said, I just want to let you know. Because I would definitely want one of y'all to call me if you saw my kid doing his mess. Um, your son almost killed himself, and he needs to know that somebody's watching. Um, so I just letting you know. And, then, and I told her exactly what I saw, and I said, um, thank you. Peace out. And you know what? It's up to her what she does with it. It's right. up to her if she's offended by it or whatever. I had good intentions. Um, my, my intentions was what? To get him in trouble? Maybe. But why? To save his life. To save his stupid <laughs> life. Because, <laughs> you know, I would want – Matt, that's the thing that's missing in our communities these days is neighbors don't know each other anymore. Mm -hmm. And you said you couldn't get away with anything because everybody knew you are behind. So I think we need a little bit more of that. Well, and I, I think, you know, one of the things I'm seeing come across in the email too is she has a good relationship with her daughter. She's afraid to break it. But, you know, you can't, I guess, as a parent, confuse doing – 
what the kids are happy with with doing what you need yeah. to do. Because your daughter's probably not going to be thrilled with this. No. And she's probably going to want to pull some of your access to some of her accounts as a result. Yeah, or just and, not share things, you yeah. know. And I would say that, you know, it, I assume this kind of sounds like it came through Facebook or something that, yeah. that you can see stuff. But, um, you know, don't don't uh, give in to that, you know, that, that you and your daughter are not on the same playing field. You know, yep. you, you are in charge of your daughter. And uh, she may not always like what you do, but um, but it is for, for the best for the yep. kids. Did you like it, sweetie? No, I didn't like it. I didn't think you should have done it. Was it the right thing to do? Yes, it was, Mom. Well, mm-hmm. good. You can hate me all you want, but you and I both know we did the right thing. That's it. That's it. Yeah. A relationship not based on you being the boss um, is not a relationship worth keeping alive anyway. That's right. If you guys are just buddies, that's only half of it. Half of it. Me and my kids, man, we are best buddies. But they also know who the hardest disciplinarian is too. And it's funny. It seems like both of them are so so tied together. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get to have the most fun and be the craziest because I can reel them in instantly if I need to. Mm-hmm. Whereas true. somebody else, they'd go too crazy, start hitting them and beating them. You know how you, kids do with teenage friends, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff at church or whatever. They'll jump on their back. They don't do all that stuff to me because they mm-hmm. know. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be a beneficial thing all the way around. All right. Here's the, here's the big one. AG writes, I have a question. And I'll warn you, it's long, mostly because it has a lot of background. About a year or so ago, my boyfriend's nephew invited a girl. So this was a year ago. Let's keep that in mind. Invited a girl that he met on the internet to come live with him and his grandparents without asking anyone. She just sort of showed up at the door one day. So it's a boyfriend's nephew lives with his grandparents. Yeah. Okay. So how many levels of family separation are we talking here? <laughs> they're they're about as related to them as we are. Yeah, okay. All right. Just get that out in the open and lay that down as a foundation. She just sort of showed up one day. I will call the nephew Jay and the girl Kim. Kim told Jay's grandparents that she was 25 and she had just left her husband. Later, grandparents also learned uh, from her that she not only left her husband but left four children. So she's a winner. I did a little internet searching and found out that she left the husband and the kids one day while the husband took them to school. She just left without saying anything to anyone. I also found out that she's 32, not 25. I found out who her husband was through her old Facebook page. I searched his name and found like three websites where he had posted he was looking for her and other sites where he was putting out prayers to God that uh, he would bring her back safe to be with him and the kids. One site even expressed that he thought that Kim might be in danger with the person she was with. Online, Jay had told her she had money, cars, and a house for her, which was all a lie because he's only 19 and doesn't even have a job. But yet, this 32-year-old person stayed with him for a year. I thought about the relationship I see between Jay and Kim, and I noticed that uh, there is not one time that Jay has let Kim out of his sight for longer than 10 minutes. That's healthy. I also know that he refuses to let her go to work or to school because he's afraid she'll look at other men. She's 32? She's a victim. Mm. I also found that Kim had brought brought a laptop with her when she came. Jay broke it one day when he got angry. I looked at the webcam on the laptop and noticed that it had been burned with a cigarette lighter. So it wouldn't work, apparently, so she couldn't get online. And So why is she... Um... She's a victim. You can't understand it. No, I mean, 
Well, never mind. Go ahead. Finish. Okay. I know that Jay has a Facebook page for the two of them, which is always cool when couples I have. I love that. <laughs> It's creepy. Dave and Angela, love you. <laughs> and then, and then, then they have to, to sign to. their yeah. name when they make a comment. This yeah. is Angela. <laughs> I know they, why people do it. Uh, but anyway, I know Jay has a Facebook for the two of them. But when I looked at the friends list, there's not one single person that is Kim's friend. They're only Jay's friends and family. So, you know, Kim's old Facebook is not even in use anymore since she moved in. I want to contact Kim's husband and let him know where she is, but I don't know him. And I don't know what kind of relationship they had prior to her leaving. Because it wasn't on Facebook, apparently. (laughs) Or the internet. (laughs) On her old Facebook account. Facebook is the world. (laughs) What would we do without it? On her old Facebook account, one of her last posts was that she had a good husband. uh, One who would do anything for her, but she feels the need to cheat on him with someone online. So this is something she'd put on her Facebook. That's always smart. Yeah. I just don't want to give him a location and then have him come here and do something irrational. However... I don't want her to think she has to stay with Jay if she doesn't want to. But the only problem is I can't get her alone in order to ask her what she wants. Because it's your job, apparently, Yeah. to help her. This is this is a his 30, boyfriend's nephew. Boyfriend's nephew's girlfriend, who is 32 years old. Not 18, not 16, 32, mm-hmm. has been in this situation on purpose with her own desires, her own decisions, I don't understand why AG is involved at all, honestly. I don't understand how the 32-year-old lets a 19-year-old get away with all this in his grandparents' house. Victims. Yeah. And enablers. The world is full of them. Mm -hmm. Grandparents are enabling him to do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And it even goes on to say, let me finish it out. Uh, I can't get her alone. And if she brings it back to Jay, it wouldn't be a good idea. So there's no threat of her or Jay being kicked out by the grandparents because they just let him stay. No jobs or any other support system. Again, sorry for the extremely long question. Just so much drama. So you got that straight. Let me let me recap quickly. Jay and Kim live with with grandparents with Jay's grandparents. Jay's nineteen. Kim's thirty two. Yes. Kim has left her husband and four children for Jay. Yes. Now, but Jay is very possessive and has taken away all her technology. Yeah, pretty much, and, and micromanages and controls her life. And this, and we're getting all this story from a boyfriend's nephew. No, the the nephew's boyfriend. The nephew is Jay. Girlfriend. Boyfriend is okay. Yeah. Yes. So, um, do you want me to start? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> This is one of the few questions we chatted about before the show. Yes. Because of all the okay. drama. Number one. Uh-huh. Um, number one would be... Move out of the grandparents' house because I know you live there with them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Why are you, you so dang involved? You would because how did you look at the destroyed computer? Yeah. That, that is odd. You need like, to get yourself in a how light. How did you Ooh. see the destroyed computer with the cigarette She's lighter? She's all up in their biz. Yeah, I mean, she has she like, has basically taken parental ownership of the con- very, of that situation. Okay. Number two, Kim could leave at any time. She's thirty two. She has a whole, whole uh, husband and yep. kids to go back to if yep. she wanted to. Anytime. I mean, and Jay doesn't even have a job, so he really can't hold her there. Mm-mm. And uh, grandparents are letting it all happen. Right. Well, happily. she's going to say Jay. Jay could hurt somebody. Jay, Jay's violent. Jay's controlling. Jay's this, that, and the other. But I'm afraid about her old husband. 
Yeah, I mean, he, she was probably she a victim says. with him. Well, she, I, no, what I'm saying is oh. she says she's afraid of the husband doing something irrational, but yet we got a situation where obviously irrationality is yeah, the, the order of the day. Is the irrational one, too. Burning a flipping webcam button on a, on a laptop? Yeah. That's redonkulous. And destroying the laptop, too. Yeah, that is against God. Laptops yeah. are sacred and holy, right up there what with crosses and doves. What if they're like five years old? Are they still holy and sacred? No. They, okay. They, they are not forever. Um, the gospel of Kennison. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and as far as the husband, I mean, you don't have any – you have internet information. You have yeah. posts. You have no idea. You have nosy information. And then um, – as far as the boyfriend, or as far as the girl goes, and and trying to get her alone to ask her if she wants out, it isn't going to matter. Nope, it won't help. It'll just get you in the middle of it. That's where she wants to be, Jen. Yeah, don't you understand that? That's what Ag wants. She wants to fix it and save it. And part of it is honorable, you know, to be mm-hmm. concerned about her fellow man, but to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be the savior and make decisions for everybody. Here's the problem, Ag. This is not your problem. Yeah, and you, even if you don't have any business asking for any advice on anything to do with this, because you know what, it's not your life, and you don't have any control. sweetheart. Yeah, that's the thing. This whole the whole premise of life is in, in in our show is we start with this fact: you can't control anyone at all except for yourself, and half the time we can't even do that. So, what advice are we going to give you that's going to fix anything? Disconnect yourself from this situation. Absolutely, because obviously it's not in the email, but there's got to be some reason why there's she's some so missing involved. Piece. Yeah, yeah, there's something missing because here. nobody knows their boyfriend's nephew this well. My and my brother has had how many girlfriends since high school, and we've heard here and there and that and the other. You know, not not it's it's another brother that nobody knows on the show. Blah blah blah. There could be drama. There could not be. You know what I do? Nothing. You know why? Not that I don't love him, and this is my own family, but he's, what, 30 what? Yeah. And he's a grown man, and he has to live with the consequences of his actions. And you know what the biggest thing is? He hasn't asked my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you know what? In the past, I've offered my opinion to my family and to my friends. And you know what it does? It ruins our relationships. It makes me come off like I think I'm all that. And I lose contact with these people. And so what little bit of influence I could have had, what kind of help I could have been when they did ask me once they'd gotten to the end of their rope, I lost it because I thought I could fix it. And you know what? You can't. You can't control anybody. Here's the thing, sweetie. Your boyfriend, if it's anybody's issue, it's his, not yours. He's actually related to these people. So even then, though, it's his – he's got a brother or a sister who has a kid – that mm-hmm. is not doing anything about it. So it's not even really his business. He's just the uncle. But um, assuming even even then, here's the only thing I could suggest you do besides pray for them. Because really, that's what you should be doing. This is so jacked up. A bunch of self-centered people making stupid decisions, complicating their life more and more and more. Makes me sick. Not because I hate anybody, but because I hate it for them. But the only thing I could suggest you do is talk to your boyfriend and say, look, here's my concerns. Here's what I know. Here's what I don't know. And after he quits looking at you funny because you've gotten all up in somebody's business, um, the suggestion I would have for him if he was listening to this is he contact that husband. 
and say, look, just like we did with our last email, um, I have some information that I would want to know. Here it is. And then back the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. And whatever is linking you to these people, try to, try to dissolve it. that. Yeah, if you guys are living with the grandparents, move, move out, out if, and, and live separately. And um, if even if not, I don't know, maybe you're, he's close with the nephew, but I don't know why you would have yeah, a close relationship know. with a person who seems so mean. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're allowing these people to drag you down. You need to find something better to put, spend your time on. This is an, you know, if he was 19, then he's 20 now. And, uh, he, he's a grown person. You cannot make excuses for him. You cannot control him. You cannot own him. You can't fix him. You can't do anything until they're ready to. And, uh, the best thing you could do. And the only reason why I even suggest you contact the husband is because, um, she's obviously in a situation where there might possibly be, um, some sort of intimidation going on, some sort of control, um, even then it's just you supposing it, it's just you imagining it, you know, Facebooking it, whatever, whatever. Um, and, and to assume that this husband's going to do something rash or it's going to put you in trouble. Well, if you're, if you're going to be wimpy about it now, then you shouldn't have done anything in the first place because fixing anything, trying to be a superhero or a savior, superheroes get thrown off buildings and saviors get hung on crosses. You know, and we're not either one of those, are we? So if you want to step into that role, be prepared to deal with the fallout. Otherwise, focus on your own life. Get yourself separated from this. Sever these relationships, um, the destructive parts of them, still being polite when you have to be, you know, sending the birthday cards, whatever, whatever. But you ain't living with them. You ain't getting together with them every evening. You're not listening to them talk crap about each other. And when they come hit bottom and they need somebody to talk to, you're there for them. But you're not sitting there trying to fix them because that's not going to work. Fix yourself. Pray for them and move on. Peace out. Explicit answers. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me mad because drama don't happen on accident. Mm-mm. It's hard, hard work. And that drama was a lot of hard work. Leaving four kids, that's that's hard work. That don't happen yeah, overnight. Yeah, I mean, the fact that she's 32 instead of 25 is really kind of the least of all those issues. Yeah. How she would have had four kids by 25 would be pretty impressive. Anyway. Yeah, I'd be it could starting, happen. starting pretty early. They yep. must be Southern. All right, I'm going to play the music. Don't get scared this time. All right. All right. Um, it's, it, we're done. So uh, ask your own <laughs> questions if you dare at explicitanswers.com. Email them, explicitanswers at gmail.com, or call us 2095-NLCast. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, twitter.com slash NLCast, facebook.com slash NLCast. Leave us an iTunes review in iTunes, or just email us to let us know what you think of the show. Check out all the shows in the NLCast network at NLCast.com. Uh, we were James and Jen, and those were our explicit answers. Go out there and live a good life. Quit being all drama-filled. Get out of other people's business. Talk to the man in the mirror like uh, Michael Jackson would want you to. We'll see you next week right here on Explicit Answers. Peace. Peace.